All right, man. So here we are. I mean, we are recording. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and just lead this in here. I'd like to start off with a word of prayer. No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode of the podcast, Spotify labels us as subversives. Jared claims COVID made his farts odorless, and we explain why season two won't suck as bad as season one. I'm Jared Nichols. I'm Paul Tulin, and this is the best pandemic ever. So this is uh, the Best Pandemic Ever podcast, season two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we skipped a season. As in keeping with our tradition, I'm going to cut you off right from the beginning. And I'm going to say that, um, you know, season two is obviously... I'm sorry, I didn't introduce myself. I'm Jared Nichols. <laughs> I am the host of this podcast and my co-host, Paul Tulin. Go ahead, Paul. It's your turn now. Yeah. Well, we can edit out all that banter. But the problem with season two is going to be this, is that we have now upped our game from an audio perspective. Obviously, the quality of our, our audio is probably five times better than what it used Let's to be, right? 10, ten times. Sure, better. ten times. But the content is the same garbage we were doing before. Well, So, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a big bait and switch of, yeah. you know, just a, lot of, just a lot of nonsense, but it just sounds better. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I feel like there's going to be a backlash from that. No, I'm sure there is. I mean, you know, the old saying goes, is one man's trash is another man's treasure. I suppose. So, uh, how are you liking your treasure? Yeah, no, this is epic. I mean, it's, you know, it, 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 it'll be good. Since, since mostly I know you spend the majority of your time listening to your own podcast, I feel like, you know, this is going to be better for you. It's going to well, be a more aesthetically pleasing experience when you're listening to your own voice. Well, it's like, you know, professional football players watching game tape. Do I they mean, do I that? Just, yeah. You know, so I've heard. Yeah. I really follow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. here we are, man. This is great. Yeah. We are in, uh, we're in the shed. You know, we tried doing a live we did record a live show together. And okay, let me back that up. Not live. It's always live for us. Mm. We, we didn't have a live audience, which we should do. Um, but we recorded in here, mm-hmm. in the backyard office. Mm-hmm. We never released it. No, that was probably smart. There was some pretty inflammatory yeah, yeah, topics yeah. that Definitely. we covered. I, I think the... subconsciously we knew this is not Has is that not been deleted, idea. by the way? Maybe it's probably no. a good idea to delete that so it can't probably. resurface on the internet someday. Actually, you know what? What I'm thinking about right now is we should turn that into an NFT. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and Which we... I don't understand. I think that's horseshit. I don't understand the entire NFT concept. Like, how could you sell a video or a picture that's exclusive to your phone if I could just screen capture that shit? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't it's... get it. Yeah, it's. I'm not it's a, a blockchain guy, but that's way beyond me. That's a long conversation, and I have friends that are actually much better at explaining how all that stuff works. It's a fascinating technology. Yeah, but it I, sounds I like a lot of. It sounds like. Remember that movie Tin Man? So it was Danny DeVito. I forget who else was in it, but it was a story about basically um, aluminum siding salesmen in the '50s and this scam that they had. Where they would go to a house and be like, you know, pretend that they were from Life Magazine and they were going to take a picture of before and after. And they were like, oh, you know, we've chosen your house to be a before and after and we're going to feature it in Life Magazine. You know, we'll take the picture and then you go to this company and then, you know, you do the after. And and so they would go to the, you know, the quote unquote aluminum siding company, which is Mm -hmm. just their other, you know, their other salesman. Um, and then they would, you know, pay to get their house redone in aluminum siding and then thinking that they were going to be in Life Magazine and then it, was, it never was. I feel like... It's based on a true story. Oh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was kind of like how they used to do it back in those days. Look, yeah. I can tell you that... Uh, so uh, I'm sure I, we've covered it before. 
Um, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to too rapidly get into just whatever the hell we're going to talk about randomly without talking Definitely. about, we you have know, no plan. No, no, no. But, I, you know, without talking about, you know, revisiting the entire ethos of what we of what we're doing and the best pandemic ever and all that kind of stuff. But let me just let me just go here real quickly. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I probably talked about this before, but I grew up in the grocery trade. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, so I used to have I wrote an article once called, you know, before I was a Green Beret, I was a green grocer. And, uh, I've never heard this story. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so, um, you know, and I grew up with like old school grocers, you know, who came up in the, you know, in the fifties and sixties and man, the techniques that they had for selling groceries were criminal. So one of the techniques that, you know, we used to employ was that we would build a display of like tomato paste, Mm. right. And the, and they would be on sale three for a dollar. But if you went to the shelf, they were 33 cents a piece. So technically the display, you were getting somebody for an extra penny or a third of a penny for three cans. It was totally, now it's totally illegal. I think that's a, you know, that's like a, uh, I don't know under what law that's governed, but I, you can't do that. You can't trick yeah. people into paying more for something with just a sign and a display. But man, we did it. I'm telling you, we did it all the time. Like that's how, you know, so, so those kind of marketing techniques, that was, that was standard practice. And that was, that's a good one. And that was in the eighties, man. You know what I mean? That wasn't in the fifties. I mean, I was trained by, you know, old grocers from the fifties and sixties and seventies, but I mean, we were still doing that stuff in the eighties. Like, I don't know how we're getting. Well, that was the time of greed is good. Yeah, that's true. That's That's what encapsulated the eighties. Yeah. 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 Anyway, but yeah. So, so, uh, season two, I mean, I'm dude, I'm like. Like we've said this, what, how many times? We're like, why are we not getting, you know, let's get, let's get going again. Let's get going again. You know, we've been dragging, we've been doing so many other things, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously between you and I, uh, but it's the same. It's like, this is the easiest thing that we do. It's For the sure. most fun thing that we do. And it's the thing that people ask us about more than anything else. Exactly. Like I get random people like, oh yeah, I was listening to your podcast. I'm like, really? Are you a, are you a drunkard? Do you, you know, have you been incarcerated? I'm like, why? Yeah. It's like, are you still uh, self-isolating? Yeah, because why, I'm sure you have better things to do. Why are you doing this? But yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So this will be, you know, and I get it. Like it's fun to riff and talk about topics and maybe someone stupid will listen to that for, for, for a little while. But for me, the whole trajectory that we took of identifying the silver linings mm-hmm. that occurred during the pandemic, which are still going on, yep. and the people that we met in season one mm-hmm. talking about the remarkable things that they did. I mean, you know, the kid who invented the the, the mask Suffolk, class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, with, um, you know, it's a 17-year-old kid. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there was so many like that. Oh, um, for sure. Just telling, you know, just telling their silver linings. And one of the things... That I think most people had said to me when they first heard about the podcast said, you know, they thought it was going to be your standard sort of cynical, smarmy, smart ass kind of, you know, response to, you know, to the pandemic. And and it was like, no, man, it's really about positivity and right. about finding the silver linings and all the great things that, you know, all the f- great things that we could take from this and, you know, and not thumbing our nose at anybody's tragedy or anybody's suffering or any of that kind of stuff. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, yeah it was great. I, I, yeah, I am, I am genuinely excited that we were going to be able to get this ramped back up. Yeah. Same here. And you were talking about, uh, you know, we would, we would, we'd constantly come back and say, this is the one thing that people are asking for that takes, you know, when I say least amount of effort, that doesn't mean least amount of enjoyment. It is one of the things I enjoy the most, but at least amount of effort. I mean, we, you know, we, we've been doing this, we know how to do this. 
and it's simple. We sit down and have a great conversation, and uh, it's even better when we have a third person in the mix. But you and I are wired the same way. It's like, well, if that's that easy, and uh, and people are enjoying it that much, we'll get back to it. We're going to go find something much more difficult to do <laughs> yeah. and probably do two or three other things that are really difficult that uh, is going to take a lot more work to convince people that this is really important, and we'll get back to the easy thing later. So I, I think that's just a, a defect in the wiring at sometimes. You know? And I thought, I thought too, you know, oh, well, the best pandemic ever, well, that obviously is going to have a shelf life because once the pandemic is over, then the, the ethos behind it won't make a lot of sense. But I'm kind of certain that the pandemic has made a little bit of an imprint on the collective psyche of the world uh, that might kind of uh, let us keep, you know, spreading the same kind of message under that same banner. I mean, obviously, a lot of things have changed. We talked about this in season one a lot. I did a lot of traveling in season, you know, in season mm-hmm. one. You know, I was kind of like did a lot of boots on the ground kind of reports. And I can tell you that, you know, in between season one and season two, I did the same thing. I mean, we went to, you know, the family went to Denmark. That's right. uh, Drew and I went to Germany. I went to Mexico. I mean, so I've ramped that up um, and I found kind of the same thing, you yeah. know, which is that it was pretty easy to do. Uh, people weren't freaked out. The requirements to go somewhere were not onerous. Hmm. I can also tell you that the requirements to go places were in no way, shape, or form governed by any official governing body. Yeah. Like, I never went anywhere where a government official, customs, immigration, anything, ever asked to see my vaccination card. They never asked to see my declaration of recovery. They never asked to see my declaration of a uh, negative COVID. That never happened. It's just, it was all airline flunkies yeah. who look at thousands of things a day um, that were that are managed and still managing all that. Although well, no, part of it was because you kind of, you flashed your green beret. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that like so you just kind of pulled that. I was like, "Hey, look." Just, well, in the beginning, you know, when we did the Germany trip, mm-hmm. um, uh, at that time, the the federal order allowed for uh, DOD, Department of Defense employees, so you know, soldiers, civilians, whatever, and their dependents um, to travel without a COVID test because the theory was that the DOD was so stringently enforcing. COVID requirements that, you know, that, that we were good, we were covered. Um, so that made that pretty easy. But then they yeah. changed that, and it was like, no, if you're going to be on a military flight, that applies, but not if you're just going to be on commercial flight. So, you know, we had to comply with some, you know, some other stuff. Um, well, now, you've successfully dodged COVID, right? Or have you, did you actually get it? Um, because, you know, the last time we recorded, yeah, that was before I got COVID. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. I don't know. I mean, I... I mean, if you want to talk about that. I think I avoided it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was sick a few times. I never went and got tested because I didn't really see the point at that point. You know what I mean? I I had already been vaccinated. There wasn't anything I could do about it. I didn't feel badly. That's one thing I still, to this day, I don't understand. And I'm telling you, dude, it's still happening. So, you know, we got a place out in Wilmington, North Carolina, right? And uh, my wife and I were out there this weekend. One of the great things about our location there is we can jump on our bikes and go virtually anywhere. Yeah. So we can go get a coffee. We can go to the grocery store. We can do whatever. So we're always on our bikes. We were riding our bikes through this plaza and we saw this uh, like RV trailer mm-hmm. and there was a porta potty next to it, a big generator, big generator, like a 25K. And I'm like, man, I wonder what they're doing over there. Must be like a, a temporary headquarters for a construction project. I wonder what they're building. So we rode our bikes past it. Nope. It's a COVID clinic. Now, I can only assume what that means is is tests and vaccines, right? What else could it be? Like, yeah. I don't know what else there is that, that they would do there. And so there are still 
people flocking to get tested, which frankly, I just, I don't think that I, I, I don't really understand why you would get tested unless you need it for an external requirement. In other words, unless you're traveling and they're like, Hey, you got to have a COVID test. Okay. Then you would go get it. But if you feel ill, like, why would you go get a, what difference does it make? Well, here's why. Here's why. Because you, if you think about the past couple of years, mm. it has been this game. And, and I don't mean that it's been a, a game as in, hey, this is the game. But you're trying to beat something. You're trying not to get something. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's in people's minds to, to figure out whether. I mean, it, wouldn't you be curious? You're trying to avoid this, this disease and say you're vaccinated, boosted, whatever. And then you start having COVID-like symptoms. You want to kind of find out. Why? I know I'd want to find out. Why? Like, There's nothing you did do all about that it. shit that I did for myself not do anything? Exactly. Uh, that, but that's just, okay, now that's just morbid curiosity. Well, that's what it is. You know? And then I guess the flip side is what people would say is, well, you know, you have to know that you have it so that, you know, you're not spreading it to anybody else. So, yeah. Okay, but at this point. I don't know that that's as much of a concern. Again, uh, as we usually like to do, this is all anecdotal. Yeah, no, you or I have any no real data to back any of this up. This no. is our opinion, yeah. and we'd like to thank you for listening. Yeah, no, but you know, so that so that's the other thing too. At what point am I no longer responsible for somebody else's well being? And I mean that in look, you have the option if you decide not to get the vaccine. I'm okay with that. I really am. I don't care. That's okay because that's really you are deciding that you don't want that protection for yourself. Correct. Right. I don't know that that necessarily means you're less likely to spread it, but I think it might be, you know, um, but let's just assume that, that it is. I'm still not going to hold that against you no. because I got vaccinated. I took precautions. And if you decide not to, well, hell, man, that's on you. Yeah. I, I really don't know what else I can do for you. So at what point is does it matter that I know whether or not I have it if everybody's essentially protected at this point or has the opportunity to be protected? Yeah, it doesn't. Right? The, the argument doesn't hold up anymore. And I, f- I think it's awfully convenient that that's still being pushed like, well, hey, you need to do it to protect everybody else. Yeah. And when you really think about it, you know, why haven't we used that same logic to protect other groups prior to the pandemic? Like, why aren't we changing our behavior, say, to help protect or, uh, uh, you know, focus on, say, children in, you know, food deserts? Like just here in the city of Charlotte, for example, mm-hmm. how many kids are food insecure? Right, that's a pot. There's a large population of children that are food insecure. Well, they're vulnerable, right? Well, what are we doing to change our behavior to protect them? We're not using that same kind of logic, and here's the reason why: is because this disease transcended economic boundaries, right? Now, that's just if you really look at it, you have something that affects everybody. Well, then there's going to be new narratives that are brought into that. Hey, you need to get vaccinated to protect other people. You need to do that. Why have we never used that line of logic for other things that have been going on and killing more people? than COVID over the past 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's usually isolated to one group of people, one socioeconomic status, you know, and this would say the same kind of shit when it comes to veterans too. Gave the luxury of compartmentalizing, I guess. Exactly. So well, that's, I mean, how many, but just think about veterans, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, love to send them to war, hate to take care of them when they come back. Mm. But I mean, so what, why are we as a country not doing something to mitigate that risk? See, the story doesn't hold up. It's yeah. convenient if a certain group of people or if it's if it fits a certain narrative. I'll tell you something else, too, and I don't think there's a solution to this because you're dealing with, like, how do you, how do you have the vision to deal with the totality of the human existence, right, beyond your lifespan? Because most people can't. I don't think anybody can really truly do it, even though people 
claim that they can. Yeah. Psychedelics. So, so I, I kind of think that we, in the long term, I think we probably accelerated our inevitable extinction Mm. uh, in exchange for a short term survivability game. Ooh, unpack this one. Well, what I mean by that is we all know that, like, you know, like trash is one of our biggest problems, right? For sure. We're, you know, like we're like we're cluttering the we're cluttering the earth with with our trash, right? And eventually, it will it will get beyond our control, or you know, or you know, like my son is fond of saying, you know, humans will begin they'll adjust to the problem, they'll figure out a way around it when they have to. Like, yeah, maybe. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that I just just kind of keeps me up at night is all of these disposable masters oh everywhere. God, all man. this single use. Pl- so we were on the verge of like diminishing or at least having a cultural shift that is open to the idea of diminishing single use items. Right. Mm-hmm. So even you could go places and get like detergent, laundry detergent refills. So you're not using, yeah. you know, you're not buying another plastic container, another plastic container, another plastic. Container. And now Holy crap. For the last two years, everything was single-use disposable. Oh. User wants to get rid of it. Of User wants to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's going to have consequences long-term, but it's going to have consequences generations beyond us. So yeah. so a lot of people like they don't might not articulate it this way, but they're like, oh, who gives a shit? I can't think about you know right. <laughs> that far down the road, and I get it. You, you know what I mean? But it's probably some reality to that. There is. There's no, going to be consequences to that. Yeah, and on several different levels. Like you're saying, there's the the environmental impact, and then but you also look at at real data, real studies that have been coming out showing the negative impact on development of children having to wear masks continuously mm-hmm. in schools. Thankfully, in North Carolina, we didn't have ridiculous rules where you had to wear masks outside. But I mean, this uh, I, even now that they've they've waived that, kids don't have to wear masks in schools here. Um, there are still some kids that choose to wear masks, which I think is perfectly fine. There are. Uh, but but there's also been uh, discussions that a lot of kids just don't feel safe because they've been conditioned over two years to believe that this thing is super deadly to them mm. or that they have this responsibility to protect grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not saying that they should just throw all that to the wind, but I'm saying is that it's been overemphasized in such a way that it's created a uh, or it's accelerated this atmosphere of hyper safetyism. Mm-hmm. That's not based in real scientific data. I mean, when you actually look at the impact to normal, healthy children and COVID-19, uh, it is minimal. Mm-hmm. Minimal. But we treated it as though this thing was coming for our kids and it was wiping out the human race. And I, and again, as we've said many times before, we're not minimizing anybody's losses. I've lost family members to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen the devastation that this thing can have. So I'm not minimizing that. But as, uh, you know, as a population, um, the implications of of the uh, the measures we took, I believe, during this pandemic to mitigate the spread, which many of them failed, uh, has created longer term damage, like you said, on multiple fronts: mm-hmm. environmentally, uh, psychologically, uh, you know, culturally. Guys, just it's increased the culture wars. Like, I mean, holy shit, man. The narrative wars were bad before COVID, mm-hmm. but they just went up to 11 during this time. I and mean, that's, yeah, that's depressing. 
Yeah, so are we saying we're going a totally different direction here with the uh, best pandemic ever? Because that's all a bit of a bummer right there. All, all that. You hey, know. man, I'm just following your lead. You took us down that road. I just went with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so we got to get that all out of the kind of out of the way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, blowing, uh, you know, cleaning out the carburetor, right? Yeah. It's been a little while. Yeah. It, now, yeah. you know, so speaking of COVID, I had COVID. Thanks for asking. I'm so yeah. glad you were concerned. But it was yeah. such a long time ago, and I, I survived. I wasn't. I, w- I wasn't because, uh, you know, I knew it couldn't. I knew it wouldn't do the amount of damage that I hoped it would do to make you more tolerable. So, yeah. I'll so like remove my voice. Something. Okay. Something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a fighter, man. I, you know, I beat it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I tell you what, the most interesting thing about it. Thanks for asking about what was the most interesting part of having COVID uh, was uh, the loss. You were hardly of, even sick. Yeah. Barely. Didn't have yeah, a, well, I mean, I lost taste and smell for about a month. Was it that long? Uh, well, I mean, combined, it, you know, normal taste and smell for about two weeks, but then I couldn't smell farts for an entire month. I think and I'm not trying to, it's not uh, true. And I'll tell you, our buddy Tom had the same problem. Yeah. It's not, no, it's, it's bizarre. And immediately I thought. Your own? My own. Uh, anybody else's. Oh, anybody else's too? Yeah. Look, I'm not trying to be gross, but since we're going down this, you know, I could. Uh, go I ahead. Smell, just, I, I, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Go ahead and, t- go ahead and drop that go, nuclear wanna, bomb and talk not about. not do it. Let's, why are we talking about this? Yeah. Because I know exactly what you were going to say. You're you the were, one who asked. You, you wanted to know what was so interesting about yep. my COVID experience. And I, I, I can't believe I took the bait. No. Nope. And you are and you were just about to drop a bomb about your no wife's digestive system. No. Yes, no, you were. No. Oh, you're oh, going to be like, but was, in this case, yeah. No, I was going to talk about my own. And then we would have had to scrap this entire episode. But now I think everybody knows what we're talking about. I can smell that, but I couldn't smell farts. It's bizarre. I think it's a definite sign of brain damage. I can now. Uh, it's got to be something like Cal. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Don't don't do it though. That sounds like that sounds like like that's a kind of study we could get funded. We get that study funded. The government would fund that all day long. Oh, of course. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think they would. We could write some crazy rational. I, you know, I can fill out some government paperwork. Yes, you can. Yeah. And I, I will say that I am quite impressed with your ability to do so. That's yeah. thirty-five years in the army. Right yeah, 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 yeah. That whole so. So our nonprofit, we got that, we got our 501c3 determination. Yeah. And man, it was all they were like, oh, you need lawyers, you need this, you need that, legal zoom. I'm like, the hell I do. I was mm-hmm. like, this is just a piece of government paperwork. Yeah. That's 35 pages long. Just need an unless army you officer. Can, yeah, unless you need, unless you you know do the EZ form. But uh, yeah, it was just like, oh, I know how this works. I, I was I was genuinely all about impressed. Volume. Yeah. It's all about volume. Add more paperwork yep. on top of paperwork. Just more words. And then they just look at it and go, yeah, I mean, it's got to be legit. This thing is heavy. Oh, yeah. Nobody's yeah. reading that. Well, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah. That's yeah, really good to know. Yeah. So um, so here we are, 2022, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this uh, season two, mm-hmm. what we're wanting to do with this here, let's talk a little bit about what the we plan? want to do with this. Yeah. Because, I wish we had one. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, was, I was hoping we could just, just riff. Yeah. I mean, I wish we had a plan for what the season's going to look like. But, I mean, you know, unless something goes horribly awry, you know, I think it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of... Um, the same kind of idea of season one, and you know, it's all about interesting guests, but with For higher me, audio quality. Yeah, higher audio quality. The content will still be garbage, but the mm-hmm. the audio quality will be th- through the roof. But For sure. but but um, but yeah. For me, that was the best part. You know what I mean? Because I get to talk to like really interesting people about you know just things that I. I think that's probably what the best podcasts are. It's just talking to interesting people, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I saw a thing where um. A guy said, hey, I met a guy. Did he say I met a guy once? No, I think he said, 
it was like a meme or something. And he said, I met a guy today who didn't have a podcast. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. We might've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, I can't even imagine it's been a while since I looked at the space, but I can't even imagine the, you know, the spectrum of stuff that's available, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a ton of stuff out there that's available. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of it's business development tools. A lot right. of people do business development. They talk about that, you know. I mean, Jesus, this like, oh yeah. my God, there's like, you know, a whole podcast dedicated to the light bulb industry. I'm like, I, I get it, man. Which, you know, is pretty smart. I, I, I mean, guess. But I guess. you got to have, well, I mean, now you guys have this too. What is it? It's at, uh, is it SOCOM? Or, or is it? Oh, no, that, no. You're talking about but, the Special Warfare Command? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so Special Warfare Center and School has a podcast. They've That's had it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was always really uh, focused on internal communications, or at least that was their their excuse for how boring it was, right? right yeah. So, um, so they started looking to experts like us. Yeah, actually, yeah, they did have a <laughs> yeah they did have a chat with us about it, um, uh, and then they brought on this uh, this sergeant major Chuck Ritter, uh, you know, legend in the special forces community, been shot like five times. Some crazy. I mean, I wrote a story about him once about you know how. Yeah. When I was writing a story about toughness, and um, uh, and so he kind of took it over, and he's a character. He's funny. He's you know articulate. Um, and think I was, and I could have us on as guests. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I told him, I was like, Chuck, you got it. I was like, you got to bring in interesting people that can talk about stuff other than you know internal. We're interesting people. <laughs> um, you know that can talk about something other than you know like strategy, like stuff that's just mm-hmm. you know you, you got and they didn't they didn't have much of an audience I don't think yeah. but yeah they've revamped that um, so now uh, Chuck Ritter and a guy by the name of Bobby Tuttle are running it they run it they record in like Chuck's basement bar room like no Perfect. kidding yeah 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 so uh, it, yeah it's it, it's it's done a one eighty for sure yeah um, but yeah I mean who doesn't have one essentially you yeah. know what i mean yeah, i mean my that. wife is like she's like i couldn't think of anything worse than sitting and talking for 30 minutes you know so there are people out there just like i just absolutely not not in a million years yeah and then there are people like us and like she says she's like yeah well there's nobody who likes the sound of your voice better than you so well, you sure know that's I, fine. I, I think i mean there's some truth to that the way i look at <laughs> yeah. it is this i enjoy conversations with you and i'm happy to share that enjoyment with other people I so they it. can enjoy our conversation. It. Yeah, no, that's it's one rich. big happy family. Yeah, that's it's rich. really good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so 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 silver linings, right, for sure. And obviously, and we've talked about this too, how this, you know, this is a really good forum for us to talk about the other, you know, the other things that we're working mm-hmm. on. Huge silver lining over the last year is development of the Donovan and Bank Foundation and everything we've been able to do and build yeah, exactly. and helping special operators transition into a life of peace, contentment, and balance. Like the like being able to focus on that. I mean, really, the pandemic. It's been being, where most of our energy has been. Oh I mean, yeah, most from, of it. Yeah, 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 yeah most of it. Um, so that's been awesome for us, yeah. you know. And then and then the other things that we've been focusing on, um, you know. So yeah, so that's a huge, you know, that's a huge silver lining over the last year. There's a yeah. lot of it's a lot of work, a lot what, of energy, a lot there? of travel. We got, you know, the building, the creation of a foundation, mm-hmm. right. Uh, uh, being a part of a documentary project. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else was there? Uh, the documentary was huge, man. That, that was, was the, you did a lot in that too. I mean, it was a lot, and it's not over. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So again, that, you know, just just to put it out there, that's a documentary about the. Well, it depends who you talk to in, on the project. You know, in yeah. my mind, it's very much about helping people understand the potential behind the stellate ganglion block procedure. 
and highlighting the work of uh, kind of a, of a remarkable guy who we will have as a guest yeah. for sure, um, Dr. Eugene Lipoff, who innovated that treatment. Mm-hmm. That treatment's been around for 100 years for pain management, but he innovated it so that it helps address uh, post-traumatic stress and really helps address overstimulated sympathetic nervous system symptoms, yeah. which look very much like post-traumatic stress, but it's not a disorder that you can't handle. It's actually a physical injury to the brain. But anyway, oh, that, yeah. that's what the documentary... And yeah, that was a lot. I mean, you know, Henry, we, all the interviews that we did at, oh, at yeah. Henrico Prison and... Going and up to Chicago. Going up to Chicago, yeah. doing the, you know, doing the, um, the stuff at Fort Bragg with special mm-hmm. operators. Yeah, that was... That that took up a lot. That took up a lot of time. So I and I don't know where that you know when that's actually going to end up coming out. Probably not for another year or so. And there's more work to be done. We still have. We're getting ready to ramp up another, another series of work for that. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the call on that. You know what I mean? But do you? But, but here's where we tie this all back to the podcast. Mm. All of that came out of this. Think about it. Oh yeah. Right. So yeah. we had Jamie Mustard on. Yep. 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 And Jamie was a friend of mine. Got connected through another uh, mutual friend. And. Uh, yeah, he was one of the early guests that we had on, and we had him on twice. And in the middle of that, he was he and Eugene Lipoff uh, were working, planning to work on a book together, mm-hmm. and uh, he decided he wanted to do a documentary, and it just everything kind of fit together. As yeah. he was telling me about, it, I said, "Well, you need to talk to Paul." And Paul, you know, of course, and then you know got him in touch with Jeff, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then just took off from there. Yeah, and so that's it's right. amazing. That's so right. this podcast has opened some doors and has allowed us to do things to serve that community in a yeah. way. We probably never would have had the opportunity to do so. Yeah. So you know, it's interesting when you stop and you think about, man, where are we, and how did we get here? And you tie it all the way back. It's funny. The irony, obviously, we're on this podcast now, but it's cool to see the origination of where these things really take off mm-hmm. because it is. It's, it's taken up a lot of time and energy for both of us. You more so on the side of, you pretty much became the uh, uh, the production manager because. Yeah. As I've, yeah. said, I've never seen anybody who can pull off operations like you. Um, it, it's insane. Uh, it's just scheduling, man. I don't I know, know man. why. You, you will, you, you're really uh, great with the spreadsheet. Yeah, I don't know really why people think it. it's so hard to. It's funny because the you know when I picked up the 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 original um, the original director because the director changed eventually, but the the original director and Jamie in Fayetteville, like I showed up like yeah. when I was scheduled to show up to pick them up with like coffees for everybody. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, like it, they were blown away. And I was like, really? That's kind of a low bar, isn't it? I'm I told like, you this from the beginning, man. From oh. the beginning of our relationship, you've got to lower the bar. Yeah. You're joining the civilian world. Bar is low. Uh, Easy to clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. So all that came out of it. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then what we've done with, you know, with Dr. Lipoff and the people that we've gotten oh, treatment, I mean. That's been I, massive. Yeah, I can honestly say that I unequivocally um, I haven't done it, but I have helped facilitate, make the connections that have probably saved a few people's lives. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't, I don't know. I'm, it's hard to say that because I don't want to be like, oh, look what I did. You well, know? No, but you, you know, I'll say it. I mean, you did. You you saw. You're really good at. You see. You know the problem, and then the solution appears, and you can make those connections in a way and make mm-hmm. sure that they're seen all the way through. Yeah. So that was. I mean, and again, that's why you know. That's, that's the thing I, I tell people all the time, you know, because they ask me about transitioning out of the military. Because really, I guess technically you could say that uh, what also changed over the, you know, since season one is that I am fully out of, you know, I've fully yeah. retired from the military now, right? That's true. Um, and so having the ability to every day get up 
almost almost every single day that I get up, I have an opportunity to help somebody. Man, I mean, yeah. you can't do better than that. Well, I can't. You know what I mean? So for me personally, I can't ask for a better situation than that. Um, I know some people, you know, they're all about going out and crushing it and making money and this and that. And that's awesome. Whatever. No, you, you were know. worn down. Your body and brain is so beaten down. Probably, oh, yeah, I don't think pretty... you'd crush it if you wanted to crush it. So no, I don't see myself on the trading floor and, uh, you no, know, I don't either. at the New York Stock Exchange. Not wearing it. No, um, that's not for me. But I mean, it still takes a lot of energy. It still takes a lot of commitment. It's still, but it's all, yeah. you know, uh, the way that I usually characterize what I'm doing now is that I'm happily overwhelmed with purpose. Yeah. So people will say to me, it's like, Oh man, you know, cause I'll be like, Oh, the documentary, this foundation, you know, I'm the chairman of the, you know, I'm the chairman of the board of the erase PTSD now foundation. I'm on this, I'm on that. And they're like, wow, it kind of sounds like you jumped out of the fire, you know, out of the frying pan into the fire. And I'm like, no man, here's why here's no. the difference because I no longer spend two days of my life building a PowerPoint presentation so one general can explain something to another general that no one's going to give a shit about in 30 minutes. Right. Like, there's no inefficiency in it. No. You know what I mean? Everything I do... No, no, it's going to get hurt. There's a lot of things you do that are incredibly inefficient. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. No, me personally, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. But in the work... Right. Like I don't, I don't waste any, I don't wait, I don't have to waste any time on pointless nonsense. Well, you're never asking yourself the question of like, why am I doing this? Right. That's right. the big thing. And when we talk to guys, you know, in our transition programs, you know, we, we, we just mentioned the, you know, the Dynamite and Bank Foundation. When we talk about people in our transition programs and that foundation, um, I always tell them, look, fulfillment isn't necessarily you feeding the hungry or you building homes for the, for the homeless. Right. It could be, but yeah. fulfillment, what fulfillment looks like is, is that, there's never a day when you're sitting in the parking lot for 45 minutes before you go in saying, oh, God, Jesus, I don't want to do this today. Well, first of all, I'd that. have to just, you know, uh, commend anybody who can sit for 45 minutes in a parking lot before they have to go to work. I mean, that shows real dedication to the job. Uh, I, I'm know. telling you, man, yeah. like there's a few parking lots I can show you in Fort Bragg where those cars are pretty full for at least 30 <laughs> minutes of people just being like, oh, God, not today. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, you know, and that's not, uh, you know, that's not to... To say that, like, you know, all army work is drudgery. But what I'm saying is that, you know, um, true fulfillment looks like, you know, you're happy to get up every day. You're right, excited yeah. about everything that, you, you know, you've got laid out that, that day, whatever it is. And for me, like I said, nine times out of ten, that day is an opportunity to help somebody. And yeah. a lot of times it's just making a connection, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I have learned not to undervalue the, you know, the significance of making a connection. And I have learned not to undervalue... Um, the information you have at your disposal. Because I used yeah. to think, oh man, what, what the hell? I don't know anything that somebody can't Google. You know, they can right, Google yeah. that. But that's not how it is at all. You no. know what I mean? When you're able to deliver a piece of information to somebody who is in need of it, you eliminate all the white noise that they'd have to, you know, that they would have to swim through or yeah. navigate through. Um, you give them grace to accept the information that they might not otherwise have been willing to accept. And also, you give it to them with an endorsement of trust. It's like, oh, he's telling me about it, so it's probably pretty good. Like, there's tremendous power in that, you there know? Is, yeah. Tremendous value in that, you know, I should say. So I've, I've given up on being like, oh, I can't help that. No, man. Like, just helping to connect people to other people, that's a huge deal. Yeah. You know, it's easy to do. And some people, it's like, oh, man, you know, some people come back to me and be like, oh, you know, that was so great. Thank you so much. I'm like, oh, it was an email, man. It was nothing. Yeah. You know, or at least that's what I'm thinking. 
Um, cause that's a lot of times what it is. It's like, you know, I'll email a couple of people, introduce them. I mean, you know, I yeah. used to start out introducing them, you know, to you, but that ran its course. Yeah. Totally. The utility no, of that I've, introduction I've got limited burned value. Yeah. relatively quickly. I really appreciate you letting me hang out with you still. Yeah. You know? But you know that's what I mean? Cool. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, but that's an, you know, that's an easy, that's different now. That's an easy one. That's just like, oh yeah. You know, like somebody who's interested in like entrepreneurship. I mean, like I understand like the niche ways in which, you know, you can help somebody. So, um, Let's but, talk about those. I, I would like you to explain all this value that you see. And uh, no, we'll say that for another episode. Well, I'll tell you this. It's not in dry, hanging drywall. Number one, it's not that. Okay. But maybe we should go through the things that, you know, where there is no value. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. I'll start with hanging drywall. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. No, that was good. Yeah, yeah. You did a great job. Well, let me tell you something. That is a young man's game. It is a young man's game. That was a long day. I'll tell you what. Mudding without any heating. That's what I was like. Yeah. Was like, no terrible. way, man. Yeah. Terrible. Had no. to get a kerosene heater. Yeah. Cook this room that we're sitting in for days. No. It was the, terrible. So the office that I'm building in Wilmington, I'm not, I'm putting not a finger to that work. Oh, I'm not going to ever do that again. Yeah. No, but I will I'm say I'm glad I learned how to do it. Yeah. No, and we did good. pick a hell of a project to start with, right? Oh, you know, this kind of this. That this, ceiling? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, but it's worth it. Look at it. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 yeah, so I think they're breaking ground on that, on that. So I'm building a detached garage in our mm-hmm. backyard. We got like a half an acre, so we got plenty of room. So I'm building a detached garage, and about a third of it is going to be like office space. Yeah. Uh, if I can go out there and use that, but the problem is I got you know I got to be at Bragg a lot. I got to be in the greater Fayetteville area, you know, quite a bit. Pearl of the so. South, Pearl of the South, man. I mean, seriously, yeah, if you haven't been there, you are cheating you yourself are of an opportunity. Out. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah, it's all about the people. It really it's, is. Yeah, because it's certainly not about the land, but. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so we'll get that. So I think they're breaking ground on that, like literally this week. That's good. Uh, it took a while because yeah. to the surprise of nobody, the permits were a pain in the ass. Imagine that. What? Yeah. Imagine no. that. No. I mean, the beauty of this is you probably didn't have a permit. So it's fine. <laughs> no, didn't need one. Anything no. below uh, 12 by 12 in the city of Charlotte. Uh, oh, really? Doesn't need it. Nice. Plus it's not a permanent structure. No. Yeah. But if we put the piss tube in. Yeah. Does that well, it has to be game? in the building. You'd have to put it in the oh. building, I think. Well, you know, when we ran the mini split, yeah. so we had tubes that go outside the wall. I, I think it can be done. Yeah, possibly. So, um, uh, originally, the office was going to have a bathroom. Mm-hmm. But the problem was I needed to have a pump oh, yeah. between the house and the, and the office, right. which means I'd have an electrical appliance buried in the middle of the yard. I'm like, man, that's nothing but a headache. Mm-hmm. Plus, that affected how close we could build it to the property line. So if there's, if it's just a garage, no bathroom, just an office space in a garage, you could be 10 feet from the property line. If it had a bathroom in it, it had to be 25 feet from the property line. And so that would have made the backyard like really crowded. Yeah. So I was like, oh, scrap it. Plus yeah. that saved a ton of money. Yeah. A ton. I, I mean, yeah. and seriously, how lazy are you? You just walk back. Well, Christine doesn't want me coming in the house. She's in the bathroom. Oh, I, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> so yeah. she's like, so she was very disappointed that we are not going to have a bathroom because that means I'm going to be coming in to use it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, but yeah. So I mean, so yeah. So we had so we had that 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 going on. So what is so what do you think is our plan? I mean, you know, I've thought about this for a total of maybe five seconds before we hit record. So I'm really glad you asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we probably uh, should have written some. We got whiteboards in here. We probably could have we made do, a note or two. Used. By really important stuff. Thank yeah, you. that's our old stuff. No, no, that's my stuff. Is it? Put oh, that yeah, up it is. Yeah. yeah, look at that handwriting. Yeah. It's disgusting. But uh, but the content is rich. We'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, I, I really think the plan is this. Um, 
we certainly we have a list of folks that we want to have on definitely to discuss. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but because we found that people actually enjoy listening to this show, one thing that I'd really like to do this season is I'd like to get more uh, interactive. Meaning, um, you know, we do have a number of folks that listen to us in the mm-hmm. Fayetteville area, mm-hmm. Pearl of the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking that we should have a live show. We should have a live show, do a Q and A. Because mm-hmm. I mean, now again, I, maybe I'm just assuming that people really give a shit what we think. Or maybe they just like the cadence and the rhythm of our conversations. Perhaps. Yeah. Well, perhaps I don't know if they not. really love the substance or not. Well, that was the whole. That was the whole. Remember, we were going to do the. We were going to do the. Uh, the the van pandemic. Demic. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We couldn't Take, find the white van. They were oh, all, I know. all gone. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. So that we did make good. a pandemic episode. We did with Dylan Costa. That was great. Yeah, talking about you know the the, the van. We should revisit that. We'll go back yeah. and see how they're doing now because they sold their house or they're going to oh, sell their house. I mean, who man. wouldn't sell their house right now if you had an option? Holy crap, man. Yeah. Yeah, they, the, yeah, even in our, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, the, the, what what our, what these houses are going for in our neighborhood here, the materials in our buildings are not worth over half a million dollars. They're just not. Oh, God, no. But no. that's what they're selling for. Oh, yeah. And this place would go like crazy because we have this backyard office that. Oh, yeah. That you assisted with. Yeah, well, let me find that way. out. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, so, um, so, so we were going to do the van show, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, we could do like a live interactive show. That would be that would be a lot of fun. We'd yeah. have to find a yeah, we'd have to find a um have to find an actual audience that would come to it. That'd probably Look, be the all first. you need is one person. That's it. That's an audience. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Just or tell two. them tell them to ask their question in voices. Yeah. You gotta have somebody who does a lot of voices. That's a good idea. That's great. So we're looking for talented audience members. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, could always get we can always get the usual, you know, the course. usual gathering of riffraff that we can always call to the table that well, would show I, up I, but I, that I could go con- that could go south quickly oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure it will and uh you know we'd probably have to scrap those episodes but we'd keep them for ourselves yeah 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 but i, I will say one thing that's really that has been quite entertaining is uh when we're down in fayville and um gosh it was when we got back from chicago mm. and we were over at uh, the party across the street and we're sitting around oh yeah my neighborhood yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and we're talking and um and uh, Steve made the connection that uh, it's Steve, right? Steve made the connection. Yeah. That uh, that I was, you know, the one that did the podcast with you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, that was you. He's like, oh, because he's a Browns fan. I'm a Browns fan. And and then he said, yeah, we're wanting to get a Shiloh Shepherd because of the the episode. So people, you know, making comments about specific episodes. Yeah. And then giving me uh, the sense of being famous for just like a tiny little bit, even though it was just a small group of people. It was really good for my my self esteem. Number one. Uh, so you're saying you just need a small audience? That's, I I don't. Man, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're good enough if that's all there is. No, but uh, yes. Okay, so more interactive, right? Yeah, so a couple absolutely. of so a couple of sort of, if not a live show, at least a live recording. Maybe? Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's right. not a live show, but it's a yeah, recording it's a with recording. a live audience. That's what it is. Live. Yeah. yeah live audience. Yeah. yeah. yeah that I think be that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. 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 And, and I think also we should questions just out of left field. Yeah. Completely. Maybe we should get some questions in advance as well. Mm, yeah. Maybe that might be a good idea too. Yeah. yeah we'll feel we could really dig ourselves in a hole. Yeah, quickly. It, yeah, like you said, it would just yeah. get bad real quick. Yeah, we started being like, yeah, because then we'd like honest, we we'd answer honestly, and then we'd be yeah. we'd be canceled pretty quickly. I think definitely. And you know, I mean, uh, with the uh, with the rapid success of this podcast, I I think that's that's a real area of concern. All right, so okay, so a little more interactive. What else? <laughs> I mean, obviously, again, like I'm all about the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, Dr. Lipoff would be a great guest. Uh, Ryan Hall from the UFC would be a great guest. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, geez, yeah, we got pretty. Like, yeah. I've, I've had many, not many. I've had a handful of random um, asks 
uh, through like LinkedIn asking if they could be a guest. And I was like, sure, man, whatever. No. And then I tell you, no, 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 that's not how this works. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Like one of the guys seemed like, you know, he didn't like necessarily have an agenda per se. Uh huh. Kind of came from like a a UK background. Of course, still got to get Dave on. Got to get Dave Pye on for sure. I think one people Um, that anybody who's considering being a guest on the show, they need to understand the rules real quick. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and lay those out. Yeah. Uh, Number one, we'll find you. Yeah. Don't find us. Yeah. Um, if you want to be a guest on the show, go ahead and get somebody to make the recommendation to us yeah. who is not your paid uh, virtual Flunky. assistant yeah. who is just using a copy-paste email. Yeah, that happened us. a few times. Yes, it did. Yeah. yeah. I still get those requests for the other podcast. Yeah. Um, but understand this, too, is that we started this podcast to be different than other podcasts. I host a couple other podcasts that maybe tackle more serious content and, and issues and areas. This one was supposed to be lighthearted mm-hmm. and fun. All that to be said is, if you're looking to promote your business or your book, no, suck it. Not here. Yeah. Unless we decide that that's a good idea. Yeah. You know? Must. Yeah. Oh look, Jamie Mustard's calling me right now. Oh jeez. Yeah, he's gonna call you next. <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, you of know course. it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so if you're interested in being on this show, thank you. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe somebody will make that recommendation. But. Uh, we want, you know, Paul and I've talked about this is that maybe we'll talk about your book if it's relevant, but, uh, we, we really said this is, this is a show. If we're going to have a guest, it's because these are people we want to talk to. Yeah. These are people that we want to, uh, to, to learn from. And we want to talk about what we want to talk about. You know what I, uh, you know who I would like to talk to and it wouldn't be lighthearted is Holly. I think talking to Holly would be, oh, absolutely. that's an incredibly powerful story. Yeah. So, um, and I'll, you know, I'm working, um, with, uh, a lady whose son served in the military, got out, yeah. and literally within 364 days of him getting out, had died of glioblastoma. She wrote a book called 126 Days. Insanely powerful story. Um, to hear her tell it, I'm helping her with a certain pursuit yeah. uh, you know, through Army bureaucratic channels um, and uh, to resolve a problem associated with his passing. And uh, yeah, that would be just remarkable. Yeah, but it wouldn't. Sure. That would not be a lighthearted one. Although I bet you there would be lighthearted moments. Oh no, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. You know. But yeah, that's that's that that would be really great. She'd be amazing. Um, I do feel like we need to uh, not grow up too much. But you know, we we started this off pretty pretty loose. Maybe we. You know, I I think that if we do up. have no no, just let me let me kind of I'm just working things out here. Yeah. Just work. I'm just working it out. You're going to need don't, a don't no co-host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, this is not where I came to grow up. This is my license for being No, definitely. I didn't immature. mean about like being mature. What I mean is, is uh, you know, some of the things that we're working on, mm-hmm. right? Um, using this time to also talk about some of the things we're working on, uh, especially with the Donovan Bank Foundation, the special operations experience, uh, and then anything that we keep coming across that we think will be of value to other people. Mm-hmm. Outside of them getting the opportunity to share in the delight of our own conversations, sure. you know, um, I think that would be really good. I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, let's just stop for a second. We're, we're creating an episode about us brainstorming about our own podcast. I mean, this is the most insane and idiotic yeah, this thing. Yeah, not do. a good idea. This is so bad. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah right? No, you know I mean, it's just... I'd like to think of it as a preview of what's to come in season two. Oh, right? man. I mean, that's probably what we'll label the episode. I'm going to put some really good music to this so mm. that it kind of carries the conversation. We're not going to use the old music from last no, I'm talking about throughout the episode, man. Oh. I've got access to all that license-free music now. That, yeah. Uh, no, just go with it. It's going to yeah. be good. I'm going to add a little motion. Um, yeah, Did you effect. see um, 
Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, that was great. Right? I mean, it's kind of centered around a like a podcast. That's what we're going to do. We're yeah. going to create a true crime style podcast <laughs> here. We just need to take some what we need to do. We just need money. to commit a true crime. Oh, yeah. Um, you know yeah. a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know a couple guys. Problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I think we could really work on that. Yeah. We need to create a we need but what we need to do is find like a really mundane, Those are huge. They are. Yeah, like some mundane crime. It just or not even a crime, just yeah. some Monday. Yeah, you know it's like bureaucratic office stuff in the U.S. Army oh, and yeah. special operations because oh, that's yeah. what will get people like, oh, this is what what's goes on with Green Berets, right? And, and it's talk about mundane. pushing paper, big time. Yeah, and we make it really insane and intense and just, yeah, yeah, drama where there's no drama. Oh yeah, yeah. that could be magic, man. That's gonna I'm have thinking, to be a spinoff. We might get, get into the spinoff realm, definitely. You know, definitely. Um, yeah, so I think I yeah, I think this is arguably kind of a sort of our intro to season two, right? It really is. This is us kind of, you know, priming the pump a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Not just yeah. for the audience, but for us. Yeah. We have to have and we have to have a place where we can get um, you know, feedback about, hey, what do you want to hear about? You know? No, we don't care. That's no, part that's of true. What we was do I, not care. Yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean. No, you're right. We do. We need to get some feedback. That's part of the growing up process. Really? You think so? Well, I think about my kids, right? You know, like when they're little, they still throw temper tantrums and everything else. They're not listening. Yeah. And then they have to grow up and they have to listen. There comes a point, I think, I wonder about this, right? You know, um, like why do, I'm going to say we all, but why do, you know, old folks all kind of get to that same place where they're like, ah, I don't give a shit about that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of like, why does, why is it inevitable? Is it inevitable that you become set in your ways as you get older? You know what I mean? Cause I'm getting close. You just Cause I'm not up. interested in feedback. I'm just realizing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> well, you <laughs> I know, I, the, on the topic of feedback and I think this, so this is some, some advice I'm going to give to all of our listeners right mm-hmm. now. I'm going to talk in a really low voice here as well, because you know, people take you serious when you do that. Uh, Feedback is good if it's solicited. Unsolicited feedback is usually for the person providing feedback. So I tend not to uh, put too much stock into it. If you had said feedback was a gift, I'd have taken that guitar off the... Which would have been easy because I've just got the Velcro straps on there. You can just... And there's no strings on them, I would point no, out. No, man, those are pieces of shit. Yeah. I, you know, my these were my wife's grandfather's guitars oh, yeah? all beat to hell. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're... Oh, but, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so she wanted to keep and make an art project out of them. Yeah, and, nice. So and so that was your version of an art project? You just stuck them on the wall? 100%. You are a creative genius. I'm a minimalist <laughs> yeah. is what I am. Yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah. here's the other direction you could go because my version of that is I have my father-in-law's old piano. Mm. So... <laughs> There you go. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And Does it have keys? Oh yeah, but nobody in the house plays piano. We've Perfect. had it for years. It's one of those things, you know, like oh, all the pictures. Yeah, yeah. When you right by the kitchen there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the piano. Yeah, it's almost like you don't even notice it's a I piano, know. right? Um, and the only thing of sentimental value is in the bench when you open it is all like the music. Yeah. And it has, and so my father-in-law, who's still, you know, who's still with us. Um, when he was a kid, you know, that it has all of his like practice music. So it has stuff with his handwriting and oh, stuff. That's cool. So yeah, so Christine likes that. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, that's kind of lost his sentimental value. We'll probably I don't know, nobody plays in the house. We'll hey, probably... Can I get can I get your honest response on something real quick? Uh, maybe. Way up there. What, the Dave Chappelle picture? Yeah, isn't that great? Did you make that? No, but I, I figured out I could. I bought that for my brother in law and they sent me two. Yeah. And I realized, oh, that guy just made that on Canva. Oh, great. did he? Oh, easy. That's how I made the. Uh, you know when I made your coffee mug with uh, Uncle Jack. Yeah, it's just a. It's that picture and then a filter. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just a filter like that, and you can play around with it. Yeah, that's that great coffee though. mug gets a lot of use. 
Naturally. Yeah. Palling around, getting nuts. Yeah. Of course. It's, it's yeah. stuff that relatives do, Charlie. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what that is. It yeah. is. We might have to do a whole show dedicated to that show. Well, they've got their own podcast now. I know. I, will say I know. That ours is better, but I mean. Yeah. 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 I mean. Know, they're they're kind of easing in. Certain levels of genius that require acknowledgement. You really know what I mean? Are. It's yeah. always sunny in Philadelphia is one of those things. Yeah. The most, even the most recent season was was hilarious. I've started watching that again. You saw it from start to finish, right? One time through. One time through. But as I'm as I'm starting to back up because Leanne wanted to watch it, I was laughing I uncontrollably, like losing my breath yeah. when uh, when Frank was trying to feed the meatball to Charlie's real father, the meatball and the butternut squash soup, which was actually a turd. I oh yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. Oh yeah. We were. I was dying, <laughs> dying, dying. Brilliant. That's brilliant. That's so stupid. Oh god, it's just genius. Yeah. Maybe we're we'll... we're watching season four, and so we yeah. So you go back and watch this, and the, and the one we just watched. Is that the uh, one where Mac gets fat? No. No, no. That's way later. Season four. Um. Uh. This one they uh, they hunted cricket. Okay. No, yeah. Yep, yep, the whole yep, gorilla yep. mask thing. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, and D and Charlie thought they were eating human meat. Yep. Yeah. That. Yep. One, yeah. That's so. Yeah. We watched those. They're all good, man. They're, uh, yeah. It's so good. They're all good. We've talked before. I think we've talked. We've in a many times. episode about yeah, yeah about top we have, five we have and all a that short kind of list of material to work with. Yeah. 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 We man. do. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I'm interested in like definitely like something more interactive. My my question is, how do we handle guests now with this newer, more advanced? Recording capability. Already got that one solved. Yeah. So my buddy Eric, who's the one who uh, turned me on to this device, mm-hmm. he has recorded podcasts like this and plugged into the computer. So somebody on Zoom, mm-hmm. and it's it's got an interface that can just. All right, fantastic. All yeah. So we can have a third channel. That's. Oh, I still got to carry my ass out here for this though. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, think about the sound quality. I know it is epic. It covers. It's like what you told me when we were doing the drywall. Yeah. You said you know like the mud covers up a multitude of sins. Yeah. The audio quality covers up a multitude of sins. Maybe. Again, someone's probably going to be like, man, that content still sucks. No. Not. No. If you think that right now, it's because you're not listening to how good this audio quality is. And yeah, we get the dampening things on the wall. Which I don't think do shit, to really? be quite honest. Yeah. I mean, they look, they look, yeah, they're, I don't know. Yeah. Still well, when we go to video, so I would assume that's going to be the next evolution, right? Is that we're going to get to a point where we're going to be able Absolutely. to start capturing video on this? We'll just live stream it to our. Uh, I keep saying live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know that I understand what live means because yeah. this is a good setup for that. Although the guitars, I don't know, man. They'd have to go. That's just doesn't. This fit is the my ethos. office. Uh, well, then we'll reposition the table or something. Mm, um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I, yeah. So what, when we make that next evolution, um, you know, the down the the sound dampening stuff on the wall actually looks kind of cool. I it think. does. You yeah, know what I mean? That's why I put it This up. is a good setup. I mean, this table setup. Yeah, but I mean, I think probably we might have to... I, I would say we'd go to the stools mm-hmm. instead of the recline, instead of the chairs. Yeah. Because from we'd be up a little higher. I do feel very small and kind of cramped. Right, I here. feel kind of weird sitting kinda here. Kind of made me yeah. breathe funny. Yeah. You know, I'm kinda, I'm yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all good. Well, what about you, man? I mean, you know, you put me on the spot for what I think this podcast can become. Mm-hmm. What do you think this podcast can become? And don't just repeat what I've said. I know it's brilliant. Are, you're come asking me like, what, what do I think we should do for the, you know? Where do you want to see this thing go? I mean, come on. Oh, gee, Where do you I want to see it go? I just want it to go away. I mean, you know, 
Oh really? Uh, so uh, all just, the people out there that love this show, that just inspired, uh, just want just to go you away. dragging me into these conversations with you that I would normally be able to get off the phone in like five minutes. Listen, it's man, brutal. check it out. It's painful it's for me brutal. too. I feel like I have to drop like you know six or seven grade levels just to have a normal conversation with you. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, um, again, for me, it's all about you know learning new things from people about stuff that I have no clue about, but mm-hmm. also about. Um, so I had I was in Miami last week and uh, sitting with a group of people and I was one of the guys was he he was younger than me probably yeah most people yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like an investment banker super nice guy uh, he he, uh, he went to Yale on like a swimming scholarship oh, yeah. we get it you hang out with important people investment banker yeah, yeah. go do. ahead no yeah. but he's he, he, you know he's a good guy but one of the things that you know. Uh, and it was a really lively conversation with a bunch of people. I think there was probably like seven or eight of us there. Um, and uh, and one of the things that he he was talking about was like really being open to understanding other people's perspectives. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which I think is, I don't think it's as lost an art as people would suggest it is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's hard to find circumstances. I've never been in a circumstance with someone who just wouldn't listen to me or wasn't open to a conversation. You've never been shouted down? No, man. You got to go to Portland. That's yeah, but you never can, like no, when know. you know what I mean. Like, when does that ever really happen? No, I know. I, that's, you know what I mean? If like, you I, just watch the media or just pay attention yeah, to what it's that's, all bullshit. Like, so, yeah. so I mean, so it's really, it's really common to be able to have a reasonable conversation with people, even people you have nothing in common with, and you decide that you have nothing in common with. That doesn't devolve into like some kind of shit show of animosity, and no, it doesn't. It just doesn't work. But I, I like that idea. I like that idea of like exploring mm-hmm. what do I not understand about what you're trying to tell me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I, I would love, love, love. I don't think any, and again, I'm not trying to be closed minded, but I would love to have someone on to explain to me why they feel it is fair and makes sense to have a guy who has transitioned to be a woman compete in men's sports uh, and women's sports and dominate, right? Like, that's a big topic right now. We don't got to talk about it today. Yeah. But I'd love to have someone, like, you and I could go back and forth about it, but we're not going to really... I want someone to explain to me why they... All the people that I talk to are kind of, you know, have Mm -hmm. my perspective. I want to hear somebody else's perspective. Like, what do I miss? What am I missing? You know what I mean? And whatever. It doesn't matter, um, you know, if if neither one of us is going to convince each other of something... But I'd really like to understand where you're coming from, at least. Like, yeah. I like those opportunities to be able to, like, be like, hey, I don't think that, like, this thing, whatever it is, right. I don't think that, that, I'm not seeing it, but clearly you do. So what do you see? What do you see that I don't see? Yeah. And it doesn't matter if we agree. At least now I know where you're coming from. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's, it's not too different from, you know, the experience that we had with, um, that I had with Lolly when she was yeah, a guest, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, okay, I kind of see where you're coming from now. I don't. I'm not going to agree with you on that. It just sure, we don't yeah. agree, and that's okay. But at least I understand where you're coming from, so I get yeah. a little bit more empathy, some compassion, whatever. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just an asshole, and I'm not going to. But oh, yeah, very close-minded. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like that's for me. That's like one of the really interesting. Like that's like really interesting. When I'm like, oh, okay, and you can have those conversations. It's way more common than I think people. Well, let let, on. let's get down to the heart of it here. I don't really think this is about you know the the big issue of hey, should I you know uh, a transgender woman or somebody who's transitioned to go you know to swim and compete against women i think you're you're concerned because your two kids are competitive swimmers and you're concerned that you know there may be some unfair advantages being thrown into that water well no you know there isn't you know why oh because they're boys that's right that's right good point yeah so if you can show me an example of a woman who's transitioned to a man and is competing in men's sports then i'd agree with you 
but you don't see that. No, but I will tell you a story, and I'm perfectly fine and you know completely confident in my own abilities, but I used to wrestle. Mm. I mean, I did it for two years. This is going to be great because this it is going to be a story about you getting beat up by a girl. It is. I'm loving I'm already seventh loving and eighth this. Grade. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm bringing it up myself because you know eventually you're going to find out. Uh, seventh and eighth grade. Uh, I was in eighth grade, and uh, I'm going to tell you this, this gal's name. Her brother and her dad, I think they were both, uh, her dad was, I think, the Army you know, champion in his weight class. Her mm. brother, you know, mm-hmm. he was in high school, and he was one of the top folks as well. I can't remember. They were, she came from a family, top pedigree. Mm-hmm. Her name is Marcy Knowles. So, Marcy, if you ever listen to this, you kicked my ass in Stuttgart, <laughs> Germany. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I didn't wrestle after that. Just kept playing the guitar. How know. old were you? I was in the eighth grade, man. Okay, eighth I had, grade. I was terrified. Yeah. And we were all making fun of this other kid named Kevin Lukovic, who uh, was supposed to be there. He was supposed to wrestle her. Somehow, at the last second, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, thank God. You know, because I was a junior, uh, you know, which not a junior in high school. I was a junior, you know, JV team, and maybe we'd get to wrestle if they had folks to match us up. You know how the DOD schools are in Germany. Yeah. Um, at the last second. They said, Nichols, you're up. You're going to wrestle her. And I was like, no way. She outweighed me by 35 pounds. There you go. They're like, oh, well, it's a gender difference. Like, this girl was no, ripped. No, no. Yeah. She was, and she had the look on her face like, I'm going to I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. And I was like, I, I know. Right. And so we started to wrestle, man. I was just, I don't know how to wrestle a girl. I was like, what am I supposed to do? I'm an eighth grader. I'm awkward. Yeah. She pinned me. Yeah. I mean, that's that sounds like a fantasy I once had, but that's neither here nor there. No, no, of course, definitely. But you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, but obviously there's going to be, you know, there's going to be. I'm just saying there are situations where a woman can be more genetically gifted than a man, maybe in a young, young men. Yeah. So. I yeah. still, I have got to go to therapy for it. Don't, yeah, I was going to say, okay. in particular, that definitely, in regard, it definitely applies probably to you more than others, but. No, certainly. But but um um but you know as is always the case or many times is the case you know because we're still that you know we're still a family that you know I, I, I like to cook so I you know I cook a lot of you're home, a very good cook thank you I yeah. cook a lot of home cooked meals um you know we sit down as a family mm-hmm. we eat together as a family um you know even when the boys were swimming during the swim season and Christine was the assistant coach you know sometimes that dinner was at you know eight o'clock at night but you know we 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 eat together a lot as a family. And then we have these conversations about stuff, you know, because yeah. the boys are conversant and they're intelligent and, you know, thoughtful. And um, and as usual, you know, Paul came up with the, you know, with the straightforward solution. He's like, well, he's like, if somebody wants to identify as a, you know, as a female and she wants to compete, you know, then she should be just allowed to compete as a female in the men's category. Just let her compete. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure. Why not? But I don't think it's about that. But again, you know. That, that, that's, a, that's a whole topic Again, for another. That's a whole. That's a whole episode of uh, in and of itself. Well, a lot of these things are blown up into into uh, into the public discourse mm-hmm. as though they are everywhere, mm-hmm. and that it's a uh, it's it's a massive issue, right? That everybody in every community is dealing with, right. and that's not no. the case. No, and it tends to have negative impacts on the you know on the group that uh, supposedly is supposed to be right. Of course, helping. Yeah, right. Because it starts to bring just a bunch of negative attention. It's like, uh, you know, yeah, that and that gets frustrating, right? Yeah. Because I me, mean, I think it's easy for the media because the media doesn't look at people as people; they look at them as stories, um, as headlines, and uh, you know, something to generate revenue. Yeah. So, all right. So that could be a whole episode. But so going back to your original question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, you know, hearing from people that have different perspectives is always interesting. Yeah. Um, and definitely, you know, 
I always want to do this and feel like we provided something of value that somebody might be able to grab onto. And oh, I feel like that. Like in the past forty-five minutes. Oh God, yeah. just it's all hot garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like something. I don't know. Maybe we just have the you know. At the end, we got to, you know, we got even if it's even if it's, you know, 45 minutes, an hour of us just, you know, flapping our gums. It's just one last thing at the end to be like, oh, by the way, you know, you should go do this. So, you know, whatever it is, I don't right. know what it is, but it's got to be something to be like, oh, I, you know, I took something away from that. That was, you know, I could actually use. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know what that is today. Nothing. Um, but I mean, I think that's, so you're you know, already failing. So you've just set yourself up. Yeah. For again, that. this is like, Hey, yeah, welcome just, to season two. You know, this is kind stuff. of, we're back. We're getting our act together. We got a few, you know, we got a few trinkets to make this sound like something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, so here we come. That, that's fine. But yeah. you know, like, I think we got to probably figure out some things that we can give back and in, in some meaningful way. Well, I'll tell you what my, one of the things I'm going to do with my podcast, the, uh, the new futures podcast, most of it's just been a catch all for audio extracted from my videos and thrown on. There's like, okay, great. It's another mm-hmm. medium for that stuff to get out mm-hmm. there, but I'm going to be more intentional with it and run it in seasons with a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think about uh, one of my buddies who's a very successful entrepreneur has, uh, has built and sold I think six companies at multiple seven, eight figure exits. It's just, he's good at it. Yep. He really is. He's legit. You know, I mean, everybody these days is an entrepreneur, but he's the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that he does and he works with folks is on uh, how to exit their companies. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to convince him to start his own podcast called Selling the Future. Yep. I don't think he's going to do it. So I'm thinking, well, maybe I should just have my podcast and the season is Selling the Future and it's all with him. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe five, six episodes, whatever. And we just focus in on that topic and we cover a few different things that are, gives us some structure. That mm-hmm. might be way too much for you and me mm-hmm. because, you know, that's not why we started this podcast. No, we're, yeah, we may we're... say season two, the theme of season two is this, but I'm sure we'd violate that by episode two. Yeah. 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 I, I, I still think the idea is sound. You know what yeah. I mean? It's about finding silver linings. I think you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because that because if you want to get the shit kicked out of you through media, you can do that every day, all the time. Just turn. Just turn yeah, that's easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've really gotta. You've really gotta mine the landscape to find good, positive. You know, uh, uplifting. Not that we're uplifting, but no, you know we what are. Mean? We're very uplifting. Okay, I suppose. Yeah. Um. You know what I mean? Like you. You've really got to dig to find that stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, right. Um, so I think sticking with that and focusing on that and being like, yeah, no, it's not all doom and gloom. It's not Correct. all, you know, what you're being, uh, you know, the be- probably the best takeaway that we ever got from Jamie was there's no such thing as liberal media. There's no such thing as conservative media. There is only corporate media, right? No, no. We so, told him that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got you, your memory is so bad. It is. I love um, being in groups of people and you start talking to them about things you came up with. And I'm like, piece of shit. I came up with that. I'm not going to say anything now. But I'll tell him later. I don't think you've had an original idea since we met. No, that's just kind of, you know, the way that you view me. And we need to talk about that at our next therapy session. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? So I think that's, I think that's probably, I mean, I think that's valuable. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's like, yeah, man, look, it's, here's reality. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't think there's a lot of, at least in this, this entertainment forum, it's not a lot of reality. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? No. And there's a lot of stuff that gets, you know. Just overlook it's yeah it's again it's all about grabbing people's attention. Yep. I mean we want that too. We'd like people to listen. Actually, I don't think we give two shits when they're not people listen, or else we yeah. That's, no, stop. We do because we've we? heard from them and we are very pleased that they listen. Yeah. I mean it's it's wonderful. So to all of you who have come up and told Paul, myself, 
much you appreciate the podcast. This it is, is weird. Great. That that part of it is very that is that part is awesome. Well, it's just straight. I'm like, oh, really? You've heard that? How did you hear about that? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how people have found their way to it. But yeah, that was strange. Like, and again, I t- you know, yeah. who was I talking to? He was like, oh yeah, I was listening to that to your podcast. I'm like, and I'm back in my mind. I'm like, is it the really? last Janice panel when we're we're outside? Was it? Yeah. So I mean, I think it was. Uh, gosh, I can't remember his name. I can see his face. Because one no, of the other guys, one of the other guys, confused me with somebody. He said, "Oh, sir, I, I almost didn't recognize you with the beard." And I said, "You have not recognized me. I'm not who you think I am." <laughs> no, that was no. It was different than that. That was that you might have. They might have told you that, um, but there was somebody else, and I can't remember where it was because I think it was in an email or something. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I was listening to the podcast," and I was like, "I'm thinking to myself." Oh, that's like, right. And then you texted me, so we got to get this thing going again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. 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 it is, you know, you get get these weird things where people are like, "Oh yeah, I was listening." I don't know. Uh, who knows? Maybe it's you know. Maybe it's just some weird microcosm of people that we happen to have captured. But let's be honest. Right now, do you feel the same thing? Where it feels like maybe there's some expectations now, and now we're going to be self conscious. Like, man, we we got a high bar to clear. No, because we have no. Okay. That's what do you cool. mean? What are you talking about? We have a high bar to clear for what? Season one. We got to clear season one. No, I mean, are you kidding me? Come on, man. Just let's go with that story. That bar was in the toilet. I mean, that's what I'm what saying. Are, what are you talking well, about? I didn't define high. Yeah. I said high uh, what bar. are you talking about? You know? Yeah. No, I, I just think, like I said, uh, you know. We, we have people we don't want to disappoint. That's how I feel. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean. No, I don't really feel that either. No. I'm sorry. I was, just, I was trying to conjure up something that, I don't know, man, that just, you know, that put the pressure on, kind of increased expectations. Yeah. No. I don't yeah, think, I don't think yeah. it's going to happen. No. Yeah, but this is going to be a great season. Yeah, it's all just one. But don't expect too much. It's all just one big deep sea fishing adventure, man. Oh uh, yeah, uh, man. See, that's the thing, right? I mean, another... we, there's so many. When we were having our podcast in season one, we were on a regular schedule, so we had up to date things. Yeah. To discuss. Correct. We've done so much since the last time we've we recorded mm-hmm. that it's almost like, oh, where do we start? I mean, we think about all the things we've been involved in. We've just been going nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I liked, so um, remember when we had Matt Chernov on as a guest? I do, yeah. Yeah, and his podcast is uh, How the West Was, not How the West Was Won. What's it called? Oh, God, I feel so badly. I can't. It's How the How, how the, the West Was Cast. I think. How the West was, was Cast. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. Sorry, Matt. He'll never listen to this. Um, but, I, you know, but uh, what a great guy. And uh, But I loved what, you know, his methodology was. He's like, hey, we just record him when we record him. We're not trying to stick to a schedule. Right. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I mean, you know. Well, we um, have people that depend on us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think, I think, you know, getting into, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll blast out a season. Yeah, yeah but you um, see what's happening here, right? I just raised the bar and you're trying to lower it again. Do you understand? You, what did you, you raise it to? From the toilet. I brought it up a little bit, up to the rim, and now you're trying to lower it. It's like, oh, let me tell you about a guy who didn't really care, and he just did it on his head. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we have fans that love us. Oh, God, Jesus. Yeah. I don't know about that, but, um, yeah, so, yeah, so, season two. So, this is the uh, inaugural. Yep, yep, yep. This is it right here. Yep. I promise the next episode will be a little bit more, you know. We'll, we'll, well I'll tell time. you, I'll tell you that the, the last thing we need to figure out mm-hmm. that really distinguishes podcasts i think you gotta have a you gotta have a third wheel producer you know what i mean someone that we can kind of point to and you know that is true you know what i mean like uh they'll look stuff up or they're all jacked up or you know i'll get leanne in here yeah That's oh. what we, she's a researcher she'll oh. sit there and just you know oh. look something up hate every minute of it is what she'll oh, do Oh man yeah well she'll we'll need to get her on she would be a good balance for our obnoxiousness 
you know, because I mean, you and you and Lean have good conversations. She'll challenge you on some stuff. Yeah, that's like well, maybe yeah. and you'll maybe challenge her on some stuff too. Maybe it's sure. possible. I could tell you right now. Uh-huh. If we brought Christine as a guest, she'd last three minutes and get up and block out. She'd be like, this is oh, stupid. Oh, yeah, she's got she'd good sense. Yeah. She'd be like, this is stupid. I'm well, leaving. I mean, we'd be, you know, we're here at home, so Leanne would feel obligated. Yeah. You know, or she would just, you know. Well, once, like, you know, so in what I'm told mm-hmm. is by June, the office in Wilmington will be done. So, so we'll, we'll be, be done able by to, August. Yeah, if I'm lucky. No, I mean, that's just contractor speak, you know. I mean, that's, we know it's going to take them longer. But yeah, but let's just pretend that it does actually get done. At the yeah, right time. so we'll be able to do a little bit of season two, you know what I mean? Yeah. We spent some beach days because mm-hmm. we had a couple beach days. That's right. We, we had fun. We played in the water together. Yeah, we, we played did. in the waves. Did we go? No, we didn't we go. Did. No, we didn't go do jet skiing. Yes, we did, man. It was on my birthday. We went jet skiing. I'd never been on jet ski before. Under go? the bridge, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Because yeah. I also took my friend Rob jet skiing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get your friends mixed up. Yeah, See, yeah, this yeah. is the problem. This is yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm man. We're gonna I'm, air this now. Yeah, my my, believe me, my memory is not what it used to yeah, be. Yeah, don't don't be that. Oh, I was 35 years. 35 Army years. Game yeah. That's why I can't. I'm not buying it. Yeah, getting my getting my brain rattled. Seriously. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So um, yes, we went yeah. jet skiing. Go yeah. Ahead. And then also, you refused to swim because you're afraid of sharks. No, that's at night. Whatever. That's. I'm sorry, man, but that's just a fact. Whatever. Like you have a higher po- a higher chance of being, a, you know, sunset bitten. swim is heavenly. Now right. you wouldn't think you'd be able to do a sunset swim on an East Coast beach, but because of the way it's laid out mm-hmm. at Wrightsville, which is an island, you're actually on the backside of it. Yeah. No, it's that awesome. thought never crossed my mind. I mean, I'm geographically challenged. I don't know what. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. I yeah. told you, sunset swimming. No, I mean, it all sounds good. You, but you, you know what? I want to be able to swim with my legs. Yeah, you weren't having it. Not having it. You're like, oh, it'll be great. We'll go sunset, sunset swim. Uh, I can't even get the word out right. But I thought, well, that's kind of weird that he wants to do that. I did. Didn't we see a shark when we were deep sea fishing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Shark. We saw a turtle. We did. A bunch of dolphins. We did see dolphins. Yeah. yeah. That was after I was done puking my guts out. That was terrible. Oh, my Man. God. That boat. Let's, let's talk about that shit boat. That shit boat was so slow and there should have been a Just, disclaimer on the website that said by the way our boat goes no faster than seven miles an hour whatever it was. which Just is guaranteed to make anybody rolling. who's susceptible oh, yeah. to seasickness yeah that me was, and mike no it was yeah it was me and mike and Stu were the only ones not yeah. getting sick yeah me and doug yo yeah you and doug now did mike no, Mike. No, didn't. Mike didn't. Yeah. No. So it's just you and Doug. Yeah, Man, you me, guys got sick we enough were for five laid people. Out. Oh yeah, we Poor were. Poor Doug. He didn't. He didn't even grab a rod. No. I eventually, eventually, I came down, and I, I would point out that it, as yeah. soon as I came down, I pulled out the biggest keeper. Well, I just like to see you gave to the ocean, and the ocean gave back. Yeah. I think it was yeah. just it was a transactional relationship. Yeah. But that's you know, but but unfortunately with the jet skis, when you rent them, they don't really let you kind of explore the way that I would because when I get my own jet ski, which by God, that is in my future. Come hella high water. Mm-hmm. Um, although every extra nickel I make, Christine's like, oh, no, that's going to pay for the detached garage. I'm like, oh, come on. Right. So so uh, I'm going to take that thing right out that inlet, right mm-hmm. out to the open ocean, and then you'll be, I mean, you'll be able to see all that stuff, turtles, and, that, and that's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, where I think would be a lot of fun is if we could go, you know, into the uh, the intercoastal waterway. Oh, you know, yeah. Just going all through there. But well, you got to know the tides and, and what's, because yeah, you can strand it out there. A little bit. That's why, but that's why a jet ski is so awesome in Wilmington. Because it's all intercoastal nooks and crannies. Man, that that's was a fun. Perf- yeah, that thing's a perfect vessel for out there. I mean, it so. felt good getting up to 55 miles an hour. <sighs> and the one that I sent to you from my buddy who lives around the corner, this goes up to 75. That's insane. 
Imagine it is. launching off of that thing at 75 oh, miles geez, an hour, man. you're done. Yeah, you hit that water, it's like hitting pavement. Yeah, you're There's done. There's just, just nothing, yeah. nothing. I don't know that I would get it going 75 miles an hour. I don't know, man. I think if we're out there together, absolutely be like, I'm going to show this guy. Maybe. That's what you do. Because, you know, know we did. We ramped it up. You know, once I finally got comfortable on those, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it takes a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm so yeah. used to a bike, right? We're just like, oh, I got brakes. I yeah. can, and oh. it's also, it's also, um, it's also less stable at at slower speed. Just so like the boat little, that yeah. made you guys sick. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So, so yeah. It's been a, it's been a uh, it's been a long and productive. Has it been a year since we recorded? Yeah. It's been more than that. Really? Let me look up and see when was the last show that we had. Um, let's look oh. at this. So we're starting from scratch because no one's. We really are. Us. They're like season what? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should just say this is season one. The last one was just you know we're getting. So let's see, best. No. We'll have to have Donna go back Pandemic. and re, you know, renumber all the things, right? No, let's see here. L- wow, last one. So less than a year. Last one was put out March 29th, twenty twenty one. Oh, okay, all right. You know, I just almost uh, almost exactly a year. Oh my god. Hey. <laughs> oh no. We've got COVID warnings on our show. No. Yeah. Look at it. Check it out. Look at that. So if we, so F is. So two episodes here. Oh wow, that's man! Wow, look at what that. does it say? So two. It's not on all of them. Uh, it's on F they is must... for fun. Sometimes talking <sighs> health from the battlefield to the bedroom with Jeff Dardia. That one's got it. And then the other one, there's no business like show business. That's the one with uh, Jeff. No, uh, um, Matt, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's got a COVID warning on it. So do you think that? Oh, they... here's another one. Here's another one. The Vandemic episode. Is this for the top one or the I can't tell if it's but, if it's a But how did it it must have been algorithmically. Totally, yeah. Right? I yeah, mean, there's yeah. no way people just listened to that and decided to tag it with that. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. Man. This is great. Holy uh, shit snacks. Yeah. Well, man, we've made it. it. Yeah, we sure have. Because I thought, yeah. oh, they don't only do that. Oh, here's another one. Paul's field report. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, ground truth from Grazi. I can't tell. So Can what does the warning me? say? It just says learn about COVID-19. So it's anything that mentions the pandemic, and this is the bullshit. Isn't it? It's like, I mean, it's like, well, it's the name of our podcast. Uh, right. Everything I mean, should be a COVID warning. Yeah. You know, um, so let's just mark this here real quick. One hour and 12 minutes, and we're finally getting ramped up. Yeah. All the other stuff before is just like, you know, putting along. And yeah. Here we are. Yeah. This is nuts, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this is Paul's field report. I was back from September 5th, 2020. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now let's see here. Yeah, it must be some kind of... But isn't this just silly? This is the silliness to me. Is at, at what point did it become normal to infantilize the American public? At what point? Mm. Exactly. I mean, I don't need like an actual... Here's the... You know, this is when it happened. But that's... I don't know. Christine is, you know, Christine is reading the uh, biography of Andrew Jackson. You know, one of the things she's struck by... Was that... Um, is how similar it is to exactly politics today. She's oh like, yeah, no. you know, going after you know, going after each other's wives. You know, oh, telling you know their mothers. I mean, it's yeah, like none of that eh. stuff has changed. What I'm talking about is like you know this this hyper focus on trigger warnings or on uh, you know the the whole thing with COVID and narratives. So th- what I'm doing is I'm trying to get us another COVID you know, tag for this episode. Oh, sure. But the whole thing with that is that, you know, if you go against the dominant narrative mm-hmm. about COVID, mm-hmm. then uh, you're spreading misinformation. Um, and it's just ridiculous. Who was it that was talking about? I mean, a lot of people are talking about this. Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, that's what the the media just threw a fit about. 
And then it's uh, it's just it's oh right, and he was and he was and he so, um, and he came up on the net saying that you know he made a point about how so many things that we yeah you know we thought were incorrect are now fact correct yeah yeah so it's like yeah yeah, but most people who know how to think Mm -hmm. recognize that too so the sad thing is this really I just think this is the death throes of of corporate media yeah they're grasping so desperately yeah to be relevant and they're not. Yeah, yeah, misinformation. Oh, oh yeah, man. Come on, be, man. It seems like that's that one's being covered so much. Yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's just stupid. I mean, honestly, it's if, if you can't connect the dots and just think critically and ask questions and say, oh, well, this seems to be pushing an agenda or a narrative on one oh, side yeah. or the other. It's just, hey, you know what? That's There's it. probably more to the just, story. Yep, that's what I tell my kids. Just be like, okay, just stop for a second and say, huh, does this make sense? Yeah. That's it. Start there. Start yeah. there. Yeah. We were talking about this podcast being evergreen or maybe losing relevance once the pandemic's done. Mm-hmm. So there's new uh, a new variant that mm-hmm. has uh, shown up. Really? Yeah, it's I called Omicron BA or something. Whatever. Who okay. gives a shit? Uh, you know, until this thing is anymore. like this thing is mutated in such a way that it's you know causing chronic diarrhea and it's affecting you know children and I mean again like it, really it's the original concern it causes was, chronic diarrhea. How am I going to know the difference? Well, that that's a good point. Yeah. That's going to be really that that'd be an interesting topic of discussion. You know what I mean, is yeah. it Omicron AB or was it just a gamey meatball sub? Yeah, you know what I mean, like that come should on, be the man. title of the episode right there. I don't know. I can't tell because you won't get tested. And do they have tests that will actually, you know, go for that? Oh, I'll bring in a yeah, I'll bring in a cup of my stool. Yeah. Like, hey, listen, can you check this out? Well, that, if I still had COVID, I wouldn't be able to smell it. That'd be yeah, that'd be shut that shut that down real quick. Yeah. Big time, yeah. All right, so All we're right, off. That's good, yeah. For yeah, sure. we're off. I think we probably right. got about five minutes of good content here. Well, we're not going to edit anything. We never did before. No, that is true. We never did. No, we no, just no, no, no. I will maybe put some music in at certain points. No, we got to do the. We got to do the same, right? We're yeah, going to do the no, same. I'm talking, I mean, obviously the uh, you know the the front and the back. I mean, yeah, the same. But I'm talking the about throughout. The... You know, like yeah, a good podcast got some sound effects in there. Think so? I say that, but somebody's going to listen and say I didn't hear anything. No, and plus because maybe the... I got lazy. Yeah. But also, it's not really our vibe, I don't think, Shut right? In your mouth. Shut I don't it. think it is. We have to grow and evolve. Yeah. And I kind of look at this as my my canvas. You doing some kind of shitty guitar riff in the background. I'm not putting my not own music really, on there, man. Thank Christ. Yeah, because you had to pay me for that. I'd have to pay me for that. Not going to happen. Yeah. All right, man. All right, it's good. Season two. Here we are. Let's do it. Done. If you made it this far, you either fell asleep, are trapped under something heavy, or we're genuinely interested in the episode. If you fell asleep, get some rest. If you're trapped under something heavy, get some help. If you were genuinely interested in the episode, tell your friends. Like, subscribe, share, download. Do all those things. Press all those buttons. Spread the word. No matter how you got this far, we sincerely appreciate it. Thank you for listening. See ya!